Warning, this podcast contains profanity, commentary, good music, and information. Listener discretion is advised. Supplemental Episode D. The Top 50 Anime Openings, Closings, Background Musics of All Time According to Other People, Part 1. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zan. How are you doing today? Now, for those who don't know, this is a supplemental episode of the Spark and Mong Review, so... If you've never heard any of the supplementals before, I'd recommend going to listen to a regular show, which is on Wednesdays. It just says episode instead of supplemental episode. For those who don't know, I've been pulling around asking a bunch of different people, podcasters, anime clubs, and various other people, about what their favorite anime themes, openings, closings, so on and so forth were. Because so I was trying to compile a list to get the top 35 anime theme songs. However, the response I got was pretty big, and I wasn't able to narrow it down as small as I wanted to, so unfortunately it's not going to be a top 35 anymore. Now it's going to be the top 50 anime opening closings and background musics of all time, according to various people. So, this is the first of five installments. Now, every Saturday for the next five weeks, or four weeks after this one, I'm going to have ten anime themes, and each one of them is going to be pretty much what people voted for to be the top 50. Of course... They're in random order except for the top five. The top five are the ones which unanimously everyone said, I want to hear it, I want to hear it, I want to hear it, and these are the top five all time. Now, you don't have to agree with me on compiling this list. I mean, I had a couple people help me out with this, and hopefully everyone likes the music because, you know, it's not all the same type of music. It's not all J-pop, it's not all rock, it's not all soft. A nice mix of various songs from different eras, different times, different anime. So it's pretty cool, and I had a lot of fun doing it. So, for those who don't know, Sparkin Society provides information and reviews about manga. Now, unfortunately for this episode, it's not about manga, it's a supplemental. It has nothing to do with manga, so, like I said, if you don't want to hear it, go to another episode. So, since it's going to be a pretty long episode, I think we should begin now. You agree? Yep. Okay, so let's start off with number 50. Now, of course, we're starting off with a really fun one. Now, this one is a mixture of rap, disco, J-pop, and it's really catchy. And Mason is absolutely in love with it. This is actually her pick for number one. Only, like, three people voted for it, so it's number 50. Which isn't bad, but hey, song is a lot of fun. So, at number 50, by MCAT featuring Da Bomb from the series Tango Tenge is the opening theme, Bomb Ahead Returns. Here it is.
Disco. Oh, sorry, sorry. Song's over. That's right. Okay, anyway, so that was Bomb Ahead. Now we're up to 49. So number 49 is actually really contrary to the series it in. It's the first ending theme to the series Bogey Pop Phantom. Now, for those who know, Bogey Pop Phantom is a horror series, which is a vignette, which each series has really nothing to do with each other except for the main character. Well, she's not even the main character. It's like a sub-character. But anyway, so this song, the series is very depressing and gory and violent, and this song is pretty kind of... J-poppy and upbeat, so it really doesn't fit with the series. So, for number 49, of course, like I said, for the ending theme to Bogey Pop Phantom by Kyoko is Mirai Seki Morahi Club or Future Century Secret Club. Here it is.
Like I said, it doesn't really seem like one of those depressing animes with violence and blood. It doesn't really fit. I'm sorry that it's just me on this episode, by the way. Mason was going to be on this episode, but you know how she is. She's been too busy with life, the universe, sex, etc. I don't know. Her, her and her husband, they do their own thing. I don't know what their deal is. Anyway, doesn't matter. So now we're on to number 48. Now 48, in my opinion, should have been higher up. I love the fact that it's got multiple instruments in it. It's got drums, violins, piano, trumpet. But, hey, it works either way. Now this series that's from Welcome to the NHK, the song fits it very well because it's very catchy and upbeat. And the series is pretty catchy. I mean, it's kind of fucked up because it's about a character who's trying to get rid of being a hikimori. But the whole fact that the song is about puzzles and about figuring things out, that's what the whole thing is. It's about the main character trying to figure out how not to be a hikimori, how to get his life on track. So, at number 48, by Round Table featuring Nina, the opening to Welcome to the NHK, Puzzle. Oh, shit. 
Uh, so we're actually going to change themes a little bit and change musics a little bit with number 47. Now number 47 is a personal favorite of mine. It's actually on my iPod. I use it whenever I go to the gym. Now the music for this is kind of trippy. It's a little unusual because the fact is when you hear it, it's very slow, but at the chorus it actually speeds up. It's kind of hard to explain, but I don't know. The way that this fits the series is that one of the main characters of the series, Holic, Triple X Holic, Triple X meaning the variable, is that she's that uh, Yuko is very mysterious and you don't know what her deal is. And this song kind of fits because it's very mysterious and the opening is just very, I don't know, it's like you're moving slow but you're not. It's hard to explain. So anyway, from Sugashiko, the opening to Triple X Holic at number 47 is 19 Psi. Here it is.
like I said, pretty trippy, right? I know. So, anyway. So now this is one that Fightbait really liked. He actually was the one who told me about this series, and some people actually wrote it without me telling them about them or without them telling me about it. So, this song, the fact that it opens up with an amazing piano instrumental opening is what I love about it. Now, for those who don't know, I actually play piano. I haven't played in about three years, but I play piano. Studying for years, I really enjoy it. And I love the fact that it opens up from piano and immediately once it starts going in, it gets a jazzy feel into it. it. Goes from piano to jazzy feel. It's got a kind of 30s, 40s feel to it, and that's what makes it unique and different from a lot of other anime openings. And the fact that you have two singers and it sounds almost like a duet that makes it endear to my heart even more. So number 46 by Natural High is the opening to Bartender. Bartender.
like I said, pretty jazzy feeling, right? Okay, so we're moving along pretty good, and we're halfway through the episode. Can you believe it? Damn. Anyway, so number 45. Of course, this is the first song we have which has an all English. The guy has pretty good understanding of the English dialect, unlike myself, because I'm a blithering idiot, but you know, so it's all in English, and the song kind of works. It's got a great beat to it. It's a little bit slower than Bartender, but hey, works. And I love the fact that the lyrics of this song kind of fits the main character of this series. For those who don't know, this uh, number 35 is the first ending to Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex by Scott Matthew, Lithium Flower.
Dave from Dave and Joel was right that this that song was awesome and it's a good song. It really is. But whatever you guys think, why don't you tell me about it? So, either way, we're up to 44. Now, 44. Now, this song I was a little hesitant about because, well, to be honest, the song is a little weird. I mean, I love the fact that it opens up with the English dialogue, which actually confers completely with the series about contracts and various other things. It's got a lot of drums to it. It's just, I don't know. I can't really describe why this is a good song, but... And number 44, the opening to Darker Than Black by Abingdong Boys School, the song Howling. A night sky full of cries, hearts filled with lies. The contract, is it worth the price? A soul pledged to the darkness. Now I've lost it, I know I can kill. The truth exists beyond the gates.
think about it that song had a lot of industrial to it and really you know it sounded good this was a good song it fit the fact that it's a fighting adventure violent series so ah well who knows so anyway up to 43 we got two left for this episode and after this and so let's get this one in now this one is technically not from an anime series it's from a movie of an anime so it counts now for those of you who haven't seen Evangelion 1.0 you are not alone this is from the original trailer and was in the last scene of the movie. The song is actually by one of my favorite J-pop singers, Utado Hikari, the person who did one of the songs from Final Fantasy X2. And the thing I like about this is that it's beautifully done. The song is very relaxing when you listen to it and it's comforting a little bit. It's almost like it's comforting Shinji because it's just relaxing and it's... I'm sorry I'm not being articulate enough to explain how this song makes you feel, but when you listen to this next song, take a moment, just close your eyes and listen to it, and tell me how you think about it, you know? So, at number 43, the ending to Evangelion 1.0, You Are Not Alone, by Utado Hikari, song Beautiful World. Yeah. 
So, we have two more left, and we're at the second to last one of this episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review Supplemental. And this song is the first song by one of the most popular voice actresses, the seiyus of all time, Megumi Hayashibara. Of course, she had to have ended up on this list somehow. A lot of people like her, and she has way too many fucking songs. And her voice is really recognizable, which is kind of cool. So, for this one, number 42, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, it's from one of her more popular series. Well, it's from her newest series, Slayer's Revolution. But here's the thing, it's not the opening, it's actually the closing, which is a little weird. And after you compare the two of them, the ending seems more like a Slayer song than the opening does. And I like the fact that it has a nice build-up to it. How it starts off kind of slow and the music just builds up and up, and then, bam, you get hit with it. And I like the way how it originally presented, because you have, in, I don't know if any of you have seen Slayer's Revolution, but you know the whole thing is that she's being chased after by this cop-like Lupin's being chased after by Zenigata. So this cop's trying to arrest Lena because she is Lena Inverse. And I like how when she's first running away, you hear her running away from the carnage and destruction she caused. In the background, you hear the music starting. And she's like, why are you chasing after me? And then the song kicks right in. So, at number 42, in my opinion, one of the answers to life years and everything, The Slayer's Revolution Ending by Megumi Hayashibara, Revolution.
I love that song. I really do. And it's nice. And so, we've come to the last song of the first installment of this supplemental, the top 50 anime themes of all time. So, what anime theme collection, what list would be complete without a giant mech song? And especially in the top, in the first 10, you had to have at least one mech song. It's not possible without a mech song. So, this is one of the best mech songs in my opinion. It's not the earliest, but for some reason, this song just works. It's not made by Jam Project, but it has that feel to it. That screaming, angry, <laughs> feel to it. It almost embodies the essence of this series that no matter what you can do, courage can conquer everything. And it really pumps you up for the series. I mean, yes, every time the main giant robot uses its final attack, you hear this music in the background, which makes it even more awesome. So, at number 41, the opening to Yushao Gaugaigar by Masaki Endo. Yushao Tengo! I'm 
Every time I hear that song, oh, it makes me want to beat the hell out of someone. Makes me want to pilot a giant robot and beat the hell out of a, an evil robot and fight things and just be awesome. I know a lot of people don't like Gal Gadot, but I happen to really enjoy the series. I saw it five years before it came out in America, and it was awesome. Just, I loved it. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Anyway, enough of that. So, we've reached the end of the first installment of the top 50 anime openings closings of all time now once all five have been released you can actually connect them all together just to make one continuous very long episode or you know you can just take a break with it now for those of you who are still want to enter in and send me some lists you can just email me at spirekin@gmail.com with your top five and hey might be actually on the list so you can check us out at spirekin.podbean.com or our MySpace, myspace.com, Spirekin. We are also on Facebook as a Facebook group. Uh, just look up Spirekin Manga Review. We're on iTunes, of course. Leave some comments. I only have three right now, and of course, besides Inanimate Carbon Rock and XX Rem, the other person gives us a horrible review. So if you like us, you know, give us, give me it some comments, concerns, how you feel, if you like how the way the sounds are now, and if you like this episode. You know, I'd appreciate it. And also, I'm also on the Fight Bait anime podcast. You can check that out at fightbait.com. I've been on a couple episodes, and with the new episodes, going to be awesome. So, I believe that's it for the first installment of the top 50 anime opening-closing themes of all time. And if you go on, remember, on Wednesday, I am reviewing... Detective Academy Q, the episode 43, so guess that's it. So, as usual, this is Pirakin Manga Review. I am your host, Zan, and I'm Gonsville. Hope you enjoy, and 